You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 439. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company senior SEO, Scott Fennack. Well, it's been a bit of a break there, bud. A little bit, but not too bad. We're here now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I was off speaking at a dental conference on SEO, and I got to say, it was a mistake to have an intermediate SEO section at a dental conference. <laughs> Having six show up. And most of them looking baffled, no matter how hard I made it simple. Yeah. Just the wrong crowd. It is. It is. But hey, live and learn. <laughs> the problem is, well, I guess I'll be able to make use of it in some other way. But that was a lot of work to create that presentation. So it's a bit bitter, but um, it's still a lot of fun. That was only one of them. I did a basic one, which had quite a bit of uh, attendance. Um, and it was neat to have a little press out there with our with our first dentist on there and such, which is the other business, by the way, I mean, the listeners, uh, my other part, part of our company, I guess we'd call it to make it simple, but focuses only on dental marketing. Anywho, uh, lots has been going on. Uh, we've had nothing but great weather around here. You know, we don't talk about that much, but that's also the reason we're not working a lot. Um, or at least getting the podcast done much is, we're trying to get outside. It's been unseasonable here, to put it mildly. Warmest ever. In fact, uh, was it, I think there was an article today saying Death Valley has had more rain than we have in three months. Wow. <laughs> well, we haven't had any, I don't think. That's no. Where I am. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is historical. It's, it's absolutely insane. Anyways. Uh, all right. Well, let's jump right into this with some non-SEO news that, uh, you know, I was chuckling when Scott posted this, but it really is important and a very excellent segue, which we'll get to in a sec. So what do you, what have you got here, Scott? Yeah. So if you're using Drupal, then you need to pay attention to this. And I honestly, I don't know what the market share for Drupal is. Um, we don't have any clients that currently use it. We've had the odd one here or there, but it hasn't been a big part of our um, war chest or, you know, I, I don't know a lot about Drupal, but anyways, there are two critical 
uh, critical high severity vulnerabilities. That's what Drupal is calling them. Uh, the first high severity critical vulnerability. That's a lot of words. It's better um, get the point across. <laughs> vulnerability in Twig, which is a third party templating engine. Um, and this vulnerability, I do, knew nothing about Twig, but there we go. Uh, this vulnerability allows an attacker to use the file system loader to access sensitive files. So these days, that's like, uh, that sounds like pretty critical, actually. I think it deserves all four of those big words. Um, the fix is relatively simple. If you're using uh, Drupal 9.3, you should recommend to, you should uh, update to version 9.3.2.2. Okay. We're not going to go through all that. We're not? Oh, <laughs> great. And if you're 9.4, update that one as well. Yeah. There so, we go. <laughs> and then the other uh, moderate vulnerability, uh, less important, but you still want to do it. It allows, uh, uh, and it creates an access bypass vulnerability for publishers using the S3 file system module. So again, uh, if you're using Drupal 7 point whatever, upgrade that as well to the patch that fixes this vulnerability. So get on that. If you're using Drupal, it's leaking like a sieve. Just fix, 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 and move to WordPress. You know, if you I'll let off with more. that, I wouldn't have had to say all that stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would. Um, anyways, it, uh, uh, yeah. And I thought that the good segue here is exactly what I was saying that, you know, these systems are unnecessarily complex. Uh, we've used Drupal before, we've used Joomla before, um, and other ones as well. And frankly, you know, I see some business reasoning for using them, but WordPress has gotten so advanced and has a much more uh, stable workforce, I find. And it's a little more simplistic to work with, with a lot of the complexity you need, though. Anyways, that's a quick pitch there. It's something we work with all the time, and we kind of despise working on these other systems. We do it, but we don't like it, and for good reason. I think a lot of them are just sort of, sort of falling out of date and maybe have a, a smaller um, uh, programming community to keep them running. Anyway, let's get right into SEO news here. Wow, have there been a lot of Google updates the last few months? Um, let's do a quick run through. We got some dates here, I noticed. Yeah, so we've, we talked a bit about the helpful update, the helpful content update that happened last month, uh, at the end of August into the beginning of September. Uh, that rolled out and we, everybody was worried about it and then not much happened. Uh, so really the gist of that update is create helpful content for your visitors. I mean, it, 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 it's not rocket science, really. If your content is focused on SEO and focused on bots, it's not going to do well. If it's focused on your end user, you're going to be okay. And that's probably why we didn't see a lot of disruption amongst our clients because we don't have a lot of ridiculous spammy content. So if you do, you will have probably been hurt by that. Uh, there was also a core update that launched uh, September 12th and ran through to the 26th. As with most core updates, we don't generally see a lot of disruption. I mean, you do sometimes, but um, again, it all comes back down to having a, it's kind of the same. It doesn't even matter. Have a quality website with well-written content and you'll survive almost all of these updates. Uh, so that content rolled out. I didn't hear much about uh, people getting annoyed with that update. We didn't see much disruption in our clients either. Um, There's a little bit about it on, you know, search engine land and, and all those guys. And, you know, not a lot of talk about it, which is always interesting. It's usually a good sign that it didn't disrupt things too much. And then at the end of September, yet another product review update. These are 
kind of turning into a monthly thing these days. Uh, we did have one client that came to us. We did a bit of consulting with them in September and they have a product review website and they were hurt quite badly by, I think it was the August update or maybe the one right before that. And this most recent update, uh, well, presumably it was the most recent update that helped them. They've recovered, <laughs> although it could have been part of the core update because it's all happening at the same time. Who really yeah, knows? And, and, and we mentioned him in the last show, um, hoping that this very thing would happen. It's It's... I think in this case, he was wise to jump on this and get active. Sometimes we just say, you know, wait, wait, wait. In his case, he lost everything in terms of traffic. So he kind of couldn't wait because um, it looked pretty severe. So severe, but we did, you know, with, you know, he did secure an audit from us and we went, went through his whole site and you definitely found issues that, uh, hey, you know, he's going to benefit from, benefit from working on those and he's going to end up with a better site. So I think it's win-win for him. He's got his rankings back anyway. I do think it was probably partly because of what you were doing and mixture of, of a number of things. So it was kind good. of interesting because, you know, he, he didn't see the issue. And when I went through and I did the audit on his website, it was really clear that everything the product review update stands for, he was kind of against it. He didn't, his reviews didn't read how they should these days. And it was really obvious just to look at, which actually surprisingly made it hard to write up the recommendations because it was, it was weird. Anyway, so I sent it to him and he, he immediately understood and he got it right away, but, and he probably would have figured it out on his own. Some people might've, but you don't, right? You, sometimes you need that extra set of eyes to look at it and from a, an impartial view. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that's the case for any business owner. I personally have my own um, coach and I, I don't hire a marketing company, but she has helped me with my own messaging, even though I can help other clients with messaging, I can't seem to do my own. So, and actually I should know our new website is up. Um, I, for those business owners out there who like to be, uh, behind the scenes, you may, uh, understand my reluctance, but it took years for me to agree to being kind of the face of the company. Um, I, I guess that's always been the case, but in this case, it's now front and center on the homepage, I'll put, to put it mildly. Um, anyway, we're hoping that that resonates a bit better and, and who knows, we'll see. But you will check it, if you want to check it out, you can, you can see uh, some of our latest marketing techniques there. I think you're still, I think there's a little more SEO to be done but uh, at least uh, it's better. Um, anyway, I got off track there. Let's uh, jump right into the next bit here, which is I, I really enjoyed. It was a link building request slash extortion posted to our, <laughs> our, first, our Facebook SEO 101 community by Cameron. Um, this is Wow. It's just all you can say is, wow. It's, it starts off. It's kind of like the most pathetic request for links ever. Um, uh, he says my client needing backlinks urgently. Excellent English. So sir, I requesting that you give me a do follow permanent backlink on your blog. When you were done, please sending me email to confirming. <laughs> and he gives a link to the site. Uh, oh, Please also create a five-star GM Google My Business and Trustpilot reviewing review too. <laughs> I'm like, what the? And then the kicker the came stars. In. If I do not see a backlink in one week, I'm creating 1 million toxic blog comment spam and redirecting to blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he's saying he's going to, he's extorting him. Um, of course, I, I think it's an absolute farce. Um, the fact that he, he, he just, 
this supposed person put the link to their website that this guy wants to create, uh, that he wants to backlink to. Plus he gave his own business name. I, I have a, you know, if, if this is a company, if, if this company um, that has this requested this backlink actually hired this supposedly Bangladesh company to build links for them, they're fools. Um, absolute fools because they're going to get destroyed um, if Google sees this. But it's also very possible that this is a negative SEO tactic. I mean, you think about it, if you send this threat to people, um, include the link that you want people to link to, well, that site that you're requesting links to is going to get some pretty bad negative press um, and potentially could end up on the bad side of Google. I mean, I would hope that Google is going to look um, into this a little further and not be hasty just in case, again, it is negative SEO. Someone's trying to hurt that website. Um, but I don't know. I have no idea how that stuff is, is addressed. Either way, it sucks to see extortion like this. I, I'm certain there are people that fall for this. Um, I've long since given up believing that people are all, all people are smart <laughs> and reasonable, um, unfortunately. Uh, anyway, I, I thought it was a good share. So thank you, Cameron. And um, he does say best wishes at the end. So the guy can't be that bad. <laughs> he's got to have a little, true. he's got a little grain of niceness in there somewhere. Right. I just yes. love how he extorts him and says, but if you do add the link, I'll give you a reciprocal link and we'll be friends yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, too. From a website that's likely going to get completely <laughs> trashed. Funny stuff. All right. Google is testing a more like this snippet feature. And I saw this a while ago I, or, when I first saw it anyway, I thought it was ridiculous. As if we need any more, anything busy, any more to do on a search result. It just looks busy, but why don't you fill us in? Yeah, so I haven't seen this firsthand yet, but I, I think it was Barry that posted about this on Search Engine Roundtable. Um, for some search snippets, to the right, you'll see a little star icon. And I've got a cough I'm working on. I'm going to try not to cough. And um, if you click on that star, a little pop-up, shows up down below like a more it's called the more like this box with snippets containing links to other websites um other similar websites so the example they give was uh i probably searched for vertical blinds by the looks of it then blinds.com shows up there's a shameless plug for them maybe they should pay me now and then in the more like this box there's a bunch of uh links to pinterest and bob vila and who knows what else so you know, do we need this? I mean, wouldn't the more like this just naturally be numbers two, three, and four in the SERPs? Like realistically, they should be. Um, right, but I will say, this. if you're one of the websites that show up in the more like this box, that's gold. If you're the, the website that triggers it, well, that sucks for you because <laughs> it's just drawing eyes away. So, you know, I guess depending on where you stand, this is really cool and really terrible all at the same time. Yeah, and I strongly suspect it won't hold. I bet it's just a test and it's going to evaporate. Um, I just don't see people, you know, I mean, they might go, what the hell is this? And hover over it and see it. Um, but I don't suspect it'll hold. But obviously I've been wrong many times before over the yep. last 400 and so on episodes here, but just the same, it doesn't seem like something that would stick. Yeah, who could have guessed mobile was going to be a thing? Um <laughs> Anyways, who did guess desktops are still around? I know, I'm still using one. I'm sitting yeah. at it right now. Yeah. Well, you know that, uh, what was it called? Um, 
it's still out there. The Dex. You remember mm. Dex? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a, a little, it's, you, they still they sell know. it. But essentially, it's a dock for your phone. You click it in and the phone would then take over the whole computer and you'd be able to run everything using the computer on your phone. But it's strong and it's powerful enough, you'd think. Um, anyway, some people swear by it. Uh, that is, I, I think that is the future, though, for sure. Uh, slight tangent there, but uh, it's pretty interesting. All right. So the Google Search Console is missing data. <gasps> Not again. <laughs> Shocker. We, we, <laughs> we just need to put this in as a standing note. There's a bug in Search Console. Ignore it. It'll be fixed by tomorrow. It's, it's constant. Um, the only reason I mentioned this one is it's actually from September 21st, but it's been showing up in the headlines today. So I think Google just came forward with this information and, and tagged it in the performance reports. So you might start to see it. Uh, long story short, September 21st is missing data and Google is looking to backfill that data. So if you see a blip in that day, don't panic. It's just another bug that we talk about all the time and it should be fixed by now or soon. Google engineers are like, ah, oh, fine, stop your whining. Yes, it was us. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they could have just told everyone. You know, at this point, do we just say Google Search Console reports are accurate? Maybe that's the news. <laughs> yeah, like that's, yeah. And, you know, how much reliance should we be putting? How much should we trust these reports if there's a bug every month? You know, I don't know. Take um, it with a grain of salt as everything else. Don't yep. panic unless you see a trend. Yeah, yeah. And I would say that that's why a lot of, well, agencies like us, we use multiple different, multiple sources so that we can see the correlation and sort of tune out the noise. Anyway, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about some local SEO. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak. So a little local SEO. It's been a while since we've discussed this much. It's been a section that just been overwhelmed by Google updates, I think. <laughs> um, well, so to start with, there has been, well, I'll go with, with the one I posted here. Uh, Google business profiles suspensions are spiking as the last three weeks. 
What does this mean? Well, if you've got a, a local business profile, uh, uh, they used to be called Google My Business Listings. They're now called the Google Business Profile. And if you are one of these poor saps, um, what you might have done is just gone in and simply updated your hours, um, added a different category, something really innocuous, and all of a sudden your listing is completely suspended and it disappears. No explanation, no responses to anything. Your post, all, all that you follow, all the rules, fill out all the details, and request help. Nothing, crickets. Uh, it's pretty awful, in my opinion. I, Google should be responding to this stuff. There is absolutely no excuse, zero. Whether it's hi, you screwed up. This is why. F off. <laughs> you know, if a person does something really dumb, fine. You know, they're spamming. But a lot of these people insist they're not, whether or not that's true or not, who knows, but I imagine there are some that weren't and really just had a fine profile, but for some reason, stepped on Google's foot, something tiny and bam, they're gone. And the question is, it's so rampant right now, whether or not it's a bug, uh, who knows? Uh, again, it's, it's all in a bit of a vacuum. We don't have all the details. Uh, Joey Hawkins mentioned that there is a lot of buzz among agencies that this is also happening to their clients. Knock on wood, so far we have not experienced that. Um, the ones where we have clients who may be doing something gray, you know, that are not exactly following every rule. Unfortunately, that's the odd client. Um, I'll probably recommend they don't go and update anything for a little bit here until we see what's going on. Uh, Anyways, it's very important. This is happening across three different countries too. It's not just uh, US or Canada or anything like that. It is, it's going on and uh, you should be aware. Now you posted something about a local search ranking bug, Scott. Yeah, speaking of bugs, we need a, a Google vaccine for all these Google bugs. That's what we need. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna apply today. Um, yeah, so in September, it was looking like there was a ranking update to Google Local for uh, ads within sort of the uh, local area pack there, local maps. And they were expecting, I think uh, Barry had reported about an update. Well, it looks like that was actually probably a, a bug. Go figure, right? Um, the all service, well, maybe not all, sorry, but service area businesses were starting to drop out of Google Maps uh, and organic results were not affected. So that's good. Uh, people are starting to think it was a, an update. They're freaking out a little bit. And, but as of the end of September, these rankings have started to come back. So, you know, if you were one of these service area businesses that saw your map listing tank in September, if it is not returned by now, you might have something else going on. If you saw it drop and come back, it's probably part of that bug. And I'm pretty sure it's unrelated to the one Ross just talked about with the suspensions, but Maybe, maybe it's all just one crazy, crazy bug all tied to the core update or something. Who knows? But um, one yeah. annoying cricket got in there. One, one annoying cricket? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's what always are, a cockroach. I figured it had to be a cricket this time. Yeah, they're supposed to be clean rooms, but there must be a crack in the wall somewhere. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's jump into some Mueller files here. All right. Wow. You know, <laughs> these are always kind of fun to mention, just, but they are very short because frankly, it's a lot of common questions. Uh, the first one is, what do you do with old event pages? This is probably the most interesting one, honestly. Um, if you have an event page on your website and that event is now finished and you don't plan on repeating it, it's done, delete it. Redirect it somewhere else that's suitable. 
that's, that's John's recommendation. If it, is, if it is recurring though, keep it under the same URL and update it each time. So you would, let's say you're having a jamboree. Well, uh, it's done, then you'd post, okay, so next year, Jamboree is happening in 2023 in the month of this day to be announced. And then uh, they can, you could have a, like a, a news, uh, what do you call it? A mailing list you could sign up for to be notified. That's simple. Always keep it on the same URL. That way that URL is, is you know, builds authority over time and uh, makes it simple for people to bookmark. Nice and clean. Do people still say Jamboree? You know what? I don't know. I, it <laughs> okay. probably. That's my takeaway from all that. <laughs> That's my key takeaway. Yeah. Uh, totally reminds me of that. Uh, this, this ride in Disneyland. I don't know why. But anyways. Um, okay. The mind. <laughs> uh, he recommends also in terms of changing URLs for SEO reasons. Don't do it. Um, you're, he says, if you change URLs, you're shooting yourself in the foot for a while for no visible gain. Changing URLs for real reasons. Are, is um, change URLs for real reasons, not for hand wavy, quote unquote, good for SEO reasons. <laughs> really, hand wavy. I like it. Hand wavy. That's that's John's words, not mine. Yeah, so. that's up there with jamboree. I've never. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good um, hand wavy jamboree. <laughs> uh, some notes about the URL changes. Uh, obviously, don't change them without a very good reason. They will all have a short term negative impact on rankings. Sometimes long term. Um, and redirects are critical when you change URLs. Now that's a no brainer. Uh, we've said this multiple times, many, many, many times over the years. Um, if you ever update or launch a new website, redirects are everything because that new website's likely to have completely new addresses for every single page. Well, if Google knew that old site and has Perhaps you've got rankings for those old URLs. Well, they better be pointing to the new place, their new home. Otherwise, it's going to just vaporize and you're going to have to start from scratch for a lot of your rankings. Uh, unfortunately, we see this well more often than we'd expect. And we get the mm -hmm. fun job of having to restore those rankings as soon as possible. And it's, uh, it's a sad state. This whole URL changing thing has a, a place in my heart because I can't count how many times I've had clients change URLs on me. And then, you know, I get my, my SEO notices or I'm doing reporting or whatever. And I suddenly see things have tanked, like what is going on? I look, the pages are gone and they're not redirected and it's just chaos. And then the clients, not always, sometimes are really understanding and they're like, they know that they goofed and sometimes they get angry about it and, you know, not my fault, but, no. um, and, and depending on the scope of the contract, you don't always see this stuff right away. I mean, if it's a, a big client that we're working on all the time, I might see it maybe even that day, but if it's a smaller contract, like we have a few contracts that are just quarterly, people just want us to dip in every now and then. And in that case, it could be months before you notice that there's a problem. And by then, you know, redirects are only going to do so much and it's going to be a long-term problem. So don't change your URL unless you have a really good reason and if you think you have a really good reason, ask your SEO first to make sure it is actually a good reason because it might not be. So, yeah. And I'd like to add that quarterly SEO is not a good idea. I, I agree. I've said that so many times to these existing clients we have that have it, but that's just all they want. But, you know, I don't want them to go without anything. So we're there to help. But, oh my gosh, not a good idea. Like, there's just too many things that can go wrong or, or right that they don't take advantage of 
through that time period where we're not working or even looking at it. Bad news. All right, Google, there is no percentage to measure duplicate content. Yeah, this is something that's come up over the, up over the years. Someone said, is there a percentage that represents duplicate content? For example, should we be trying to make sure pages are at least 72.6% unique than other pages on our site? Does Google even measure it? In fact, the person who asked is Bill Hertzer. John Mueller says there is no number. Also, how would you measure it anyway? Um, is there a number? I mean, if there is a number, it's probably, it, it depends number. <laughs> it's know? always, it depends. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I get this question quite a bit, which is why I included it. Clients ask me how much originality needs to be on these pages. And if you were looking at the page and, and you're not sure, then you need more. Um, like it's, you have to look at the page and know, like, is there a reason for this page to exist? And if there is, then you probably have enough original content on it. If it's content that's duplicated everywhere, like, why do you have it? Is it for SEO purposes? Because if it is, it's not working anymore. It worked 15 years ago, but it's not working today. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, there's no hard, fast number of how much text or how much it has to be unique. It's, does that text serve a valuable purpose supporting whatever that page is in existence for? So. Yeah, if you're worrying about it, it's probably because you designed it from an SEO perspective versus a person. Um, not all the time, but often. And especially when you're talking about location-based landing pages. Uh, perhaps you want to be found in this city or this borough or whatever. So you've created a page that's focused on that. And then another one for the different one. And another one for the... Well, oftentimes they use the same text, but just update a word or two. That just doesn't work. I mean, you might get through it. Don't get me wrong. I have to admit there are ones I've seen who do work but it shouldn't. So I would say, don't, uh, don't keep that up. If you can avoid it, uh, it's better to have completely unique content on each one. It's really not that hard to do and it'll be well worth your time. All right. Uh, why don't you take this question we got from Errol? Yeah. So Errol left a comment and I don't, I'm not going to post this question here, but, um, the gist of it was he had noticed in Google search console, currently not indexed. And he wondered, what does that even really mean? So I thought I'd kind of quickly go over the, the main reasons why you'll see in the performance report there, or in the, in the pages index versus not index, uh, and what these reasons mean. Some of them are pretty obvious, some maybe not so much. So one of them is uh, discovered and not indexed. So quite simply, those are pages Google has seen the URL for, but has not actually crawled the page. Uh, they may have stopped crawling your site due to crawl budget reasons or, or who knows, but they know about your, your page, they will come back and look at it. Um, there's nothing you need to do, although if you really want to expedite it, you might want to work on some inbound links to that page or maybe link to it for more other, uh, from other pages within your site to help emphasize its importance. Otherwise, you're good, just wait. Um, another reason they give is uh, alternate canonical. Again, it kind of makes sense. If you have a canonical tag on a page that points to another page as the main, Google doesn't want to index it. So as long as your use of the canonical tag is correct, chances are your page will be listed as not indexed for that reason. And rightfully so. It shouldn't be if it's essentially a duplicate. Uh, another good reason they show up that shows up is uh, page with redirect. Again, if you're redirecting a URL, no reason for it to be indexed. It doesn't technically exist. So that is pretty self-explanatory. The one that I think it's people mad, including uh, one of our clients actually emailed me last week wondering like, what is this all about? I need more information is crawled slash not indexed. 
And that's the one which is a little bit vague. So Google's explanation is that the page was crawled by Google, but not indexed. It may or may not be indexed in the future. No need to resubmit it for crawling. So that tells you nothing. Um, from my experience, this tends to happen if a page has very low quality, if it has a lot of duplicate content through your site, which we we're just talking about it. In the case of our client, uh, for the pages that he had showing up there, they were almost exact duplicates of multiple other pages on the site. And I won't get into why his website actually makes sense for it to be like that, but it created mass amounts of duplicate content. And those pages are crawled, but not indexed. Um, make sure you've got unique content, you know, good inbound links if you need to give the page a reason to exist. And then the other reason you might see a page not indexed is excluded slash no index, which is you have told Google somewhere to not index the page. So if you want that page indexed and Google has it listed here, something is happening on your website to tell Google not to do it. So take a look at your meta robots, take a look at your robots.txt. If it's still open, you might have something else going on like in your HD access or a server setting, which is unlikely if it's accidental, but um, that's where you look for that. So hopefully that clears things up a little bit. If you, anyone out there had a bit of confusion there. Um, if not, drop a follow-up question on our Facebook group. Awesome, some great tips. And that's the stuff that you look into in depth when you're doing um, our comprehensive audits. Uh, it's very important to have this stuff reviewed. Oftentimes we find portions of sites have been blocked or are orphaned. In other words, there's just some no simple or easy way for Google to find the content. And you can find that and fix it. And rankings can explode from simple changes like that. So keep in mind, there is a good reason for audits. I know that there, there's a lot of crap companies out there that pitch audits as this number one thing to do right off the bat. And I don't really believe, because I've seen the results from uh, some of their, well, I've seen their reports. It just, they're a waste of time and money. Uh, a proper audit, uh, you know, dare I say from a company like ours, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that really, you know, it's based on authentic wish to make things better for you and, and hopefully build a great relationship and future business with you. Those work amazingly well. So do keep that in mind. And on another note, I was debating whether or not I should say this, but, um, we have a pretty amazing thing going on right now. We are celebrating our 25th anniversary. I know it's the first time. <laughs> Believe it or not, we haven't had one before. And uh, it's, well, what we're offering is for anyone, and this includes existing clients who want a new service, one they've not tried before. Uh, that could be an audit, could be a competitor analysis, could be anything along those lines, so research or SEO. In those areas, uh, we're offering 25% off. Now, this is only going to happen. I'm going to give this notice uh, till the end of October uh, in, in for this particular offer. If you'd like it, please do reach out and schedule a free strategy call on our website, uh, which will be with me. So we will talk and mention that, uh, that deal, and I'll make sure to honor it. And it is only for the first, it's not like you can book for uh, SEO for a whole year, you know, 25% off the whole year. No, it's, it's for the initial work, but it is still a phenomenal deal and we're never offering it again. And we've never ever had a deal like this, not even close. Uh, it's exciting, but you know what? It's worthwhile. 25 years is not a nothing to sneeze at and we're proud of it. So hopefully you'll take us up on it and 
I'll get to meet a few more of our awesome listeners. Well, with that said, uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak, thank you for joining us today. I don't know why I went that route, but I did. Um, remember, we have a show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com, where you don't have to miss a single link and you can refresh your memory of a past show at any time. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air twice a month on WMR.FM. Great. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you're one of our Canadian listeners, happy Thanksgiving as well. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.